Hello, and welcome back to the Wesley and Argus podcast. We are so happy to be back with you all this fall. My name is Laya Mukhtavaram, and I'm the podcast manager. And this semester, we're super excited to announce that we have a brand new co-host, Audrey Nelson. Hello. Hi, Audrey. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I'm a junior from the Seattle area, and I just declared as an anthropology major. And I do a mix of activities at Wesleyan, including swing dance, writing for the Argus's sports section, and playing club rugby. And a fun fact about me is that I got into podcasts during quarantine because my only form of exercise was running, and I hated running, and podcasts made it a little more fun. So I'm really excited to be involved with the Argus podcast this semester. I just have to ask, how did you get into swing dancing? My roommate, my former roommate last year, is the president of Swing Dance Club, so I tagged along with her for a while. Awesome. Next, we want to share a couple goals we have for the upcoming semester. First, we want to focus on being accessible to our audience. We hope to feature more Campus Voices segments where we speak to different students and faculty and add fun interactive elements to our episodes. We'd also love to feature sounds from campus. We'd love to break up some of our interviews with different kinds of clips. The sound of Foss Hill on a sunny afternoon, for example, or the crowd at a hockey game, or even the USDAN lunch rush. And finally, we're hoping to partner with other extracurriculars and student groups at Wesleyan to feature their work. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with students about Rosh Hashanah, which was celebrated last weekend from Friday, September 15th to Sunday, September 17th. Rosh Hashanah marks the start of the Jewish New Year, beginning a 10-day period before Yom Kippur and kicking off a series of autumn religious festivals. We spoke with sophomore and opinion editor Zara Skolnick, who was responsible for blowing shofar, a musical horn typically made of ram's horn. So can you just tell me about some of the events that happened this weekend, whether it be the morning services, the different meals? So this year, Rosh Hashanah and Shabbat coincided. So Shabbat, which is normally from Friday to Saturday, and Arab Rosh Hashanah, which is the night before, is Friday night, and then it's two days, Saturday and Sunday. So those two things overlapped, which made it like a really special event because like Shabbat is this time where you take time out of your week to relax and just like reconnect with your Judaism, check in with your Judaism after like a long week of like work or like being a student, like things like that. So on Rosh Hashanah Shabbat, we did like candle lighting, which is what you do on Shabbat, as well as a normal Rosh Hashanah traditions. And so there was a service Friday night before Rosh Hashanah day one, and that was really nice. And we had this cantor come who led that Friday night service and the Saturday morning service. And it was like a Shabbat slash era for Shoshana then it was really special we had like a big a pretty big turnout for that and then we had like less of a turnout for our Saturday morning day one Rosh Hashanah service because some people had the option to go to Adith Israel, which is our synagogue in Middletown, which is more conservative style. And then the services that the WJC does is more reform. And so we, and also some people decided to go home for Rosh Hashanah because it was over the weekend and they could do that. The service for Saturday morning was also with that cantor that we get from like, I, th- I think she comes from Adith. I don't know where she comes from exactly, but I know she's like an outside source. And then... Friday night, the WJC had a dinner, which I didn't go to. I went to the Chabad dinner, and then Chabad also had a second dinner on Saturday night. So you mentioned the turnout, which it mm-hmm. seemed like it was it was great. Did you meet new people? Yeah, I met a lot of like new freshmen that were really interested in like the WJC and just even. Pe- I feel like for these types of events, we attract people that wouldn't normally come to Shabbat services on a Friday, just because for Rosh Hashanah they feel like they have a special reason to come to these events. 
Did you have a favorite memory or this doesn't even necessarily have to be from this past weekend, but I guess yeah. like Rosh Hashanahs in general, like Yeah, definitely. Something that was really special for me was the Chabad dinner on Friday night because the Chabad rabbi makes like a personal connection with every single person that shows up. He went around the table for part of the dinner and if he knew where you were from and what your name was, he like guessed every single person and there was about 35 people there at least. And so like for him to like be able to say, I know your first and last name and where you're from is just like so personal. I feel like it was really in the Rosh Hashanah spirit to like get to know someone closer. I felt like I was having dinner with like my family at home because of how personal it was. And the food was really, really great. That's great. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk a little bit about your Common App essay, which yeah. you recently published, titled Breath Control. Mm -hmm. I read it this weekend, mm -hmm. and I loved it. So what was it like reflecting on that essay now? Mm -hmm. And then you did blow Chauffeur. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, what was what was that experience like? Yeah, it's like definitely something that's kind of like second nature to me, just because I've been doing it since I was like 13 years old at my synagogue at home. But like every time I blow it here, I think about blowing it back at home. And it makes me like kind of sad because the way I connect to the synagogue, to my synagogue at home is very different to the way I connect to services here. And so like when I do it here, I, I while I'm happy to like honor this tradition that I do, it also makes me sentimental because it makes me think, look at all these years where I did this at home and now I'm doing it here. That's great. Mm -hmm. What would you say the significance of maybe not just blowing it but like to you personally like what what would you say the significance of it is so i would say the significance of the shofar like the sound of it it's like a loud like blaring sound it's typically not like a pretty sound no one's like oh the beautiful sound of the shofar like a lot of people don't associate that sound with beauty it's something that's blaring it's some it's a little bit obnoxious but for some people, it like prompts introspection. Whenever I blow the shofar, I like close my eyes and really just try to think about what it means to come into a new Jewish year. That's awesome. So speaking of coming into a new year, do you have any resolutions or things that you're excited about? Yeah, I'm excited about like upcoming like Wesley Jewish community events. We have Sukkot coming up which is we build like a sukkah, which is like a little hut. It's gonna, it's normally in the CFA. And so we'll do like fun events in there. Like I think someone's gonna do like a tie-dyeing event in there. So I'm just looking forward to more like social events, bringing Jewish people together on campus, meeting more Jewish people that I haven't met already, broadening the community. I guess like a personal resolution is to be like a better listener, I think. Every time like in class when I hear someone talking, instead of just thinking about how I'm going to respond to that point, I'm going to like truly fully listen and like I think that goes back to the thing about the shofar, like the thing about the shofar isn't the noise that it's making, it's about how people, how people listen to it and so like I think this, that idea of listening can apply to like many aspects of my life. Great. So if someone were to get involved or if someone wanted to get involved with the Wesleyan Jewish community, how would they do so? Yeah. How would you recommend they So the structure of our leadership consists of a board. Everyone on the board has like a different position, but our two main leaders, which are the Jewish community coordinators, the JCCs, is Ali and Bella. They're both seniors and they're the highest positions, but but if anybody like has any specific interest like if they want to like give a devar which is commentary on like the week's Torah portion they should talk to me because I'm the Jewish learning cashier or if they want to cook a Shabbat dinner we have a food cashier so it just like depends on their specific interests 
So do you have any other comments or is there anything you think I didn't cover that you would like to? I think like how the WJC celebrates Rosh Hashanah or like what they care about is making people feel comfortable. And so like, if you don't want to come to our service, like like we want you to find another way to feel comfortable celebrating this holiday. And if that means going home, then you should do that. And if that means going to Adith Israel, the conservative synagogue, then you should do that. That's great. Mm -hmm. To wrap up this week's podcast, we're going to be recapping last week on the Argus. First up is news. Assistant news editor Spencer Landers and contributing writer Eden Richman cover the university's decision to remove paper towels in the residential halls. This policy is returning after being suspended in 2020 due to COVID-19, and it seeks to reduce waste and lighten the workload of cleaning staff. Additionally, assistant arts editor Caleb Henning writes about the recent campus assault near High Street. And assistant news editor Rose Chen gives us eager readers the long-awaited Public Affairs Center renovation update. The center is set to be completed in the spring of 2024. Next up, we have features. We have our first Ask the Argus segment from the features team, which answers questions you might have about the transition back to school. Our West Celeb of the Week, certified big name on campus, Kavi Tallwalker, sat down with features editor Leah Franklin and contributing writer Lily Aluwalia to talk about his past few years at Wesleyan. Assistant features editor Ella Hen and contributing writer Lula Connor talked with Copal Journalism Fellow Raja Eladrisi, who is teaching a class in the Center for the Study of Public Life in this semester's first installment of Office Hours. Over on Arts and Culture, Arts and Culture editor Nicole Lee reviewed Olivia Rodrigo's new album, Guts. Lee describes the album as, quote, loud and proud from the get-go. So be sure to take a read and a listen. We had four opinion articles in last Friday's issue. First, opinion editor Zara Skolnick, who you've just heard from, shares her common application essay, Breath Control, about blowing shofar in her synagogue. Laya, here, wrote an argumentative style essay outlining her case against artificial intelligence. Opinion editor Akhil Jundif dishes his take on program houses. Akhil confronts the idea that certain program houses are failing to support their intended community. And finally, contributing writer Celeste McKenzie wrote an ode to her mother, who, quote, refuses to stand still and let the world pass her by. Last, but definitely not least, Audrey and sports editor Aaron Byerly recapped the NCAA championship that took place in May, with the Wesleyan women's crew team taking second place. And sports editor Sam Weitzman-Kirker previewed the 2023 Ryder Cup at the Marco Simone Golf and Country Club in Italy. Thank you for listening to the Wesleyan Argus podcast this week, and be sure to check out today's issue of the Argus. The Wesleyan Argus podcast is hosted by me, Audrey Nelson, and me, Laya McThogram. If you're interested in audio and music and would like to be involved with creating a background shack for the podcast, or even just hear an interesting sound on campus that you think should be shared, please reach out to us through email. Our podcast editor is Hannah McKiernan. You can also connect with the Argus online at wesleyanargus.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. Stay tuned for our next podcast, and we look forward to keeping you updated throughout the semester. Thanks for listening.